with me on Fridays, co-hosting after last night's town hall uh, meeting, town hall debate, which many of you watched on CNN for those Democrats. Um, we wanted to talk with our buddy Brad Bannon. He runs Bannon Communications Research. They're a polling message development and media firm, and they help labor unions, progressive issues groups, and Democratic candidates win public affairs and political campaigns. He acquired a new position recently as a weekly blogger as well. By the way, he's a poli-sci professor at Suffolk University in Boston, also a weekly blogger for EpicTimes.com. Formerly, he wrote for U.S. News and World Report. Brad, good to have you in the house on a Tuesday, buddy. Um, good uh, afternoon good to well. talk to you, Leslie. I was thinking... Uh, is this Friday already? Yeah, I know. It feels that way, right? Um, yeah. We're going to talk about the caucuses in Iowa. We're also going to talk about um, New Hampshire um, a bit, uh, primary and maybe uh, the difference. But I, I want to first talk about, and we're going to discuss in the third hour, so we won't spend a lot of time on last night's town hall. Um, who, do, who did you think won that, if any, and, and why? Well, uh, I think Hillary Clinton won. And let me tell you why I think she won. I thought last night all three candidates did very well, uh, but Bernie is ha- needs needed to win the debate more than Hillary did because he's behind. Uh, so I think they all three of them did well, but I think Hillary uh, won because no one landed a punch on her. Okay, um, and I want to ask maybe one of your favorite um, Q and A moments, interchanges that she had with the audience. Okay. Which would be what? What, what was your favorite Q&A interchange that you oh, had? Oh, sorry. I thought you were lining up an audio or something. No, 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 no. I'm asking you what was your favorite. Well, I think uh, well, the thing that impressed me the most uh, is uh, Hillary made a very strong uh, opening and closing statements. Um, you know, she talked about her breadth of experience. Uh, and the reality is that's what she should be talking about, because that's, uh, especially in foreign policy, uh, because if you look at the polls in Iowa, if you're concerned about terrorism uh, and threats from other countries, uh, who do you want to handle those? Hillary Clinton's the big winner. Uh, if you want someone who's going to uh, is going to who's independent, uh, who is going to take on Wall Street, uh, who uh, is honest and trustworthy, uh, Bernie is a big winner. And so she made a point last night. I thought of talking a lot about terrorism and foreign policy, and she should because that's a big asset for her, and it will be uh, in the general election if she makes it that far. Let's turn to Iowa, and we're going to talk not just about Democrats, but Republicans as well. Brad, you have predicted things in the past, and I thought you'd be wrong, and you've always been right, I must admit. I don't think we've ever had to have say, Brad come on and say, sorry, I was wrong about that, or I was off. This okay. The first time. Which Republican, in your professional opinion, will win the Iowa caucus? I feel a lot more confident about predicting the Republican winner than I do the Democratic winner. Uh, and I think the big Republican winner uh, next week is going to be Ted Cruz. Okay. Um, why do you think Cruz is going to win? The numbers show a double-digit lead uh, by Trump. Is that because his supporters um, aren't people who normally caucus and it's hard to get people out uh, in this weather, especially in Iowa, a first time to caucus, and a lot of those people don't know the time involved and what's entailed in being part of a caucus versus voting in a primary. Yeah, uh, 
first of all, Quinnipiac University released an Iowa Republican poll today uh, that showed Cruz uh, was and uh, Trump and Cruz were pretty much dead even. Uh, so I think Cruz is a real threat there. The other reason I think Cruz is going to win is that there, Iowa, you have to be really dedicated to go out, sit in a in a someone's living room for three hours, talk about issues, and then declare your preference for candidates. I mean, you have to be a real political junkie to do that, which is why turnout in Iowa is going to be so low. Uh, and everybody I've talked to tells me uh, that Trump has a great get-out-the-vote operation in Iowa, and Trump doesn't have much one at all. I mean, this is basically a one-man campaign. Donald Trump. Uh, Cruz actually has an organization on the ground, uh, and that's what and that's what matters in Iowa's organization and getting out your vote. And I think Cruz is in a lot better position to do that. Okay, so you said it was easier to talk about those on the right. Let's look at those on the left. Um, we uh, very quickly we have a minute. Who is, who would you put your money on, and why, Hillary or Bernie? I put uh, my money on uh, Hillary in Iowa. Uh, I think she, uh, you know, it's a tight race. And, you know, this is the one I could very well be wrong on. But if I had to put money on it and someone was pointing a gun at my head, I'd say Hillary's going to win. Why? And the reason I said Oh, wait. Hold that why, Brad. We're going to take a break. We'll come back to hear why. We'll talk about that. I also want to talk about what a caucus really is for those people who aren't familiar. And also, if Iowa matters and why, who does it matter more to? And uh, talk about the polls, problem with polls, and some of those Hawkeye State voters. We'll be back with Brad Bannon right after this. Don't go away. Talk Radio. Good to have him here on this Tuesday. I'm Leslie Marshall. Brad and I talking about Iowa. I asked you before the break, buddy, who would you put your money on on the left to to uh, win Iowa? You said if a gun were held to your head. Um, so, and you said Hillary. Before you tell me why Hillary, why is it harder to choose between Hillary and Bernie when their numbers are close? But except for one Quinnipiac poll today, most polls show Trump ahead of Cruz on the right. So why is it harder to make that determination uh, between Hillary and Bernie than it was for you to make uh, that, you know, or that that bet, that wager, if you will, uh, for Trump and uh, Cruz on the right? Okay, well, uh, on the Republican side, um, first of all, Cruz has a campaign get out the vote operation in Iowa, and Trump doesn't. Uh, Trump is a one-man campaign, and if you're going to sit through a three-hour caucus, you really have to have a commitment, or you need the the, can, the campaign pushing out the vote. And I think Cruz has a very good uh, uh, get-out-the-vote operation in Iowa, and I don't think Trump has much of any anything. Okay. Um, and that. that the other thing is, if you look, and this is true on the Democratic side, too, the people who go to these things are hardcore 
think that Trump would do better in a primary where independents can vote, like in New Hampshire. Uh, but I think he has a hard time winning uh, where the uh, people who show up at these things are diehard Republicans who, who uh, you know, want a more traditional candidate. Okay, so on the left, why did you choose um, Hillary over Bernie? Yeah, that's a real tough one. Uh, if you could ask uh, Mark Andrew to re- uh, erase this part of the tape after the show, I'd appreciate it. Um, but the reason I think Hillary is uh, I'm the kind of guy who, when he looks at a poll, I go through all the tables, the cross tabs, the, the subgroups. And one thing I see in Iowa is that when they poll uh, people who say they're going to go to a Democratic caucus, um, the people who've been to one in the past are uh, Hillary's way ahead. I mean, anybody in Iowa has gone to a Democratic caucus before uh, and is going this next week is um, likely voting for Hillary. The people who say they're going to the caucus but have never been to one before, um, Bernie's doing very well. And I I would put more weight on the people who have been to the caucus in the past uh, than the ones who said, yeah, I'm going to go, but I've never been to one before. Uh, And the other thing is uh, one thing I've learned uh, in the last couple of days, um, I work a lot with unions, and half the people um, I know in unions are now in Iowa uh, doing get-out-the-vote for Hillary. Uh, And I think... Bernie's going to do well in the university towns, but I think... Yeah, no, no, that's another thing. Although President Obama did, um, years ago, bring out the youth and an Iowa to caucus, uh, that that was something, you know, very different, hadn't been done before. Can Bernie repeat that with the youth? Because, as you know, they love online to vote and to, you know, be a part of a poll. They love to show up for rallies, but caucusing is a time-consuming, different monster. Well, yeah, and that's why that's where I think the challenge is for the Sanders campaign. You're right about the, you know, the internet. You know, I can't read anything on the internet without seeing, you know, some email about or or tweet about Bernie. They're everywhere. But those are the kind of people who like to stay in their houses, punch buttons on computers, and I probably am not terribly enthusiastic about uh, going out on a cold winter night uh, to sit in a room for three hours. Okay, so let's break it down then. Iowa, and so people understand, what does what is it like to caucus as opposed to just vote? Uh, explain to people who aren't familiar with that, because, you know, there are people that know the word and know it's a lengthy process. But explain what it means to caucus. Uh, give them a, a Cliff Note Reader's Digest version, if you, version, okay. if you will. Well, uh, when you go to vote in California, or I do in Massachusetts, you go in uh, and you might be out in five minutes if there isn't much of a line. Um, a caucus meeting is a group of people, there might be anywhere from 20 to 100, who meet in someone's living room or maybe in a classroom in a school somewhere. Uh, and this process takes three hours. They, the first thing that happens in the caucus is they talk about issues uh, uh, because the caucus will make a report on how the people in the at caucus feel about issues. So how do you feel about uh, income inequality? Uh, how do you feel about guns? 
How do you feel about fighting terrorism? That takes a good two hours, usually. Uh, and then after they finish discussion of issues, uh, then they take a vote. And we're well into hour three by, that, by this point. Uh, and uh, what will happen is on the first vote, um, you only qualify if you get your candidate get, only gets 15% of the vote. So I think what's going to happen is they're going to take a vote uh, and – uh, Hillary and uh, Sanders will easily get their 15%, but I don't think uh, 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 O'Malley will. So they're going to have to take a second vote uh, to see to force the O'Malley people to either vote for Clinton or for Sanders. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of commitment, and it's a lot harder than sending out a tweet. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about Iowa. Does it matter and why? When I look at numbers, 43% of Republican – or it was uh, – Iowa was a predictor in 43% of the Republican races. However, it's higher than that for the Dems. Many times, Iowa is an indicator of who the Democratic nominee will be. Um, why, one, if you can answer, why, why do you think that is? Why is Iowa more – and would you agree it's a more important state for a Democrat than a Republican? Because we know Rick Santorum and Mike Huckabee have won Iowa, and we certainly yeah. haven't, seen, we haven't seen their names as nominees or president. Uh, no. Uh, I'm not sure I know the answer to that. Um, I'm not sure I know the answer to that. This is a good question. I may have to pass on this one because I'm not sure why it's more predictive. Uh, however – um, if you look at what's going to happen next week, I think winning Iowa is more important uh, for Bernie Sanders than it is Hillary Clinton. Okay. Why? Uh, the way I look at it, if, uh, if Sanders wins, uh, if uh, Hillary wins in Iowa, uh, uh, Sanders will go right, uh, a wounded, badly wounded Sanders will go right to the intensive care unit. Um, if Sanders wins, uh, Hillary will stop at her doctor's for a checkup and be out in half an hour. Okay, now I hear you, but why? Because, you know, people say, look, it, you know, a different experts say different things, and I trust you, and that's why you're on here, uh, not just because you're my friend <laughs> and I like you, uh, but because I trust your expertise and because, you know, you've been right on and spot on with prediction. I've been hearing if Bernie wins Iowa – She'd be more at maybe not intensive care, uh, but to go see a doctor because he look. I would be, I would bet money. I would have bet money. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised he doesn't have a bigger lead in New Hampshire. And Brad, you and I know uh, you uh, live in Massachusetts and D.C. and go back and forth. I'm from Massachusetts. Even though New England is different states, New England and New Hampshire. I mean, Massachusetts and New Hampshire have shared people. Uh, whether it's Mitt Romney, you know, somebody lives in New Hampshire, so they can run for governor in Mass. Um, uh, we have uh, also seen. Oh God, what's his name? Scott. You know uh, who I'm talking yeah. about? Um, Scott Brown. Uh, you know, uh, Massachusetts and New Hampshire goes back and forth. And Vermont and New Hampshire have that kind of a relationship. And I think New Hampshire perceives Bernie uh, to be uh, sort of like a homeboy or a foster child, if you will, of the state being from Vermont. So, one, I'm surprised he doesn't have a larger lead in New Hampshire. And, two, I wouldn't be surprised if he won New Hampshire. I would expect him, if any state, to win New Hampshire. But does it, But don't the numbers show that as close as it is, and it shows him up, uh, in, in many polls, that if he wins Iowa, wh why wouldn't that be more damaging to Hillary since they say if he doesn't win Iowa and he wins New Hampshire, 
the fat lady is pretty much has sung because he's not going to get the southern state. She's got that firewall in South Carolina. So so talk to me. You don't you don't think you don't think it's you don't think game on if he wins Iowa and especially if he wins Iowa and New Hampshire. Well, you got to look at the geography. Uh, first of all, I agree with you. I think Bernie will probably win New Hampshire. Uh, about 20% of the Democratic primary voters in New Hampshire uh, watch Burlington, Vermont TV, and that gives uh, Sanders a big edge. Uh, the problem Bernie has, so say he wins Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, that will slow Hillary down uh, a little bit. But the big problem Bernie Sanders has is that if you look at his strength, in Iowa uh, and New Hampshire, it's basically uh, white liberal Democrats. Uh, And once you get south, you could fit all the white liberal Democrats into a phone booth. Uh, You know, Sanders will do very well in any state that's... Well, yeah, I mean, I think think it's pretty much common sense that a socialist Jew is going to do better north of the Mason-Dixon line. Well, I don't think that's the whole reason. The other reason is uh, 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 Latino and black Democrats love Hillary, uh, and he, she is going to stomp him uh, unless Bernie pulls something out of his hat uh, among blacks and Latinos. And- but what about people that are saying? What about people that are saying, Brad, she no longer has or doesn't have as much of a firewall in South Carolina that he's done better with some in the African American community? Or do you think Chuck Todd's question about reparations and him pretty much putting it back on Obama and Clinton and not really answering that point blank that that'll do him some harm? I think Hillary support black vote. If you look at the primary vote in South Carolina. Last time, uh, back in 2008, 60% of the voters, the Democratic primary voters, were black, uh, because white people in South Carolina are Republicans. Uh, and if you look at the current polls, uh, Hillary has very strong support among black voters, and if you go to Texas, Latino voters, uh, and I don't know how uh, Bernie can win a majority of votes in a state like South Carolina or Texas uh, because he has very little following among black and Latino voters, and they start calling the shots once you get down south. Um, I, I want to I, I want to talk about also um, polls, you know, and, and, and I say that because they oh, come on, it is crazy. I've seen polls in places I've never heard of. I've I've seen Hillary up by twenty points in Iowa by one pollster, down by twenty. Do polls really matter? And how come we're getting such differences in the polls? I think I, more so now than I've ever seen before. Well, first of all, uh, we're talking about primaries and caucuses here. When, you get, when we get to November and we're talking about a whole bunch of Democrats, independents, or Republicans, you get a much better read on the relative strength of the candidate. Uh, and the reason is, well, the reason you can't get a good read in a primary or caucus state is you really don't know if you're a pollster. You don't really know who's going to show up at the Iowa caucuses. You just don't know. So if you do a poll and you do do it in the right way with the right people, you may be way off. And it's just harder to poll, in a, especially in a caucus state, uh, but it's difficult to 
poll in primaries, too, because the turnout varies so much, and you, should, you really don't know who you should be calling. Okay. Why does Iowa matter, or does it? it does Iowa matter as much as people think it does? And, it, and no, if so, why? I don't okay, think why? It does. why? Again, uh, you know. Um, I no, I think you know. Look what good it did Huckabee uh, uh, and then Santorum. I don't think it does, and the reason I don't think it does is because it's the creation of Super Tuesday. On Super Tuesday, fourteen states, including Texas, have primaries or caucuses, and whatever is going to happen is going to happen on March first and not February first. Okay. I mean, you know, Iowa may have, I don't really know, I'm guessing they send about 30 delegates uh, to the Democratic National Convention. Uh, Texas probably sends 150 because it's a bigger state. Right. Uh, So the reality is it's, you know, I think we'll have a pretty good idea um, who the both nominees, especially I I would bet we know who's going to be the Democratic nominee on March 2nd the day after Super Tuesday. Okay, so, so Brad, another thing. I'm a Democrat, you're a Democrat. You know, we're Democrats are all one family. We don't want to see a Republican, certainly not a Trump, certainly not a Cruz, get the White House. I think we all agree on that, correct? Yeah. So why, you know, and I know some polls may have him as, you know, easier to beat Trump or easier to beat Cruz, Bernie, but that's not the majority of the polls. That's not the reality. A, a, a socialist Jewish guy in his 70s is going to have a hard time in a general election, especially somebody who's been in both the House and the Senate and hasn't been able to bring about some of the change he's proposing. I love, I love Senator Sanders, but you have less than a minute and a sentence or two. Why are Democrats, in a sense, making this harder for our party? Well, Democratic primary voters don't think that way. They vote the person they think is the best candidate. They don't vote based on who they think can win or lose. That's why. Okay. All right. Well, that was done succinctly. I appreciate it. We're going to take a break when we come back live from our nation's capital talk media news. Brad, always a pleasure to have you with us. Brad co-hosts with me here every Friday on the only true democracy in talk radio. We didn't get to talk about half the stuff. That's why I normally have him on a couple hours. We will hear from him again. Go to BannonCR.com. That's his website. I'm Facebook. Like him there. Facebook.com forward slash Brad.Bannon1. And on Twitter, follow him at Brad Bannon. B-R-A-D-B-A-N-N-O-N.